Welcome to Get Lit Live with me, your host, Krista Alicia. You might know me from social media or as an Elijah List author, but I was once a homeless, hopeless IV drug addict. Then I had a wild encounter with the fire of God's love that marked me and changed my life forever. He has completely healed me, restored me, revived me, and set me free. Now I'm on a mission to release that same revival fire over the nations to call a generation back to the Father's unbreakable embrace. I want to ignite a passion in the hearts of God's people to prepare for the coming of their bridegroom, King Jesus. It's time for the Bride of Christ to get set on fire with His love and go out with boldness to shine for His glory. Are you ready to get lit and be the light? If so, come burn with me. Hey friends, I'm so excited to be here with you guys today. My goodness, it's kind of been a little while since I did a live on all of my channels. And so I'm really just excited to see some of you Um, I have been spending a lot of time in my new mentoring group that we just launched, Elijah's Mantle Mentoring. It has been absolutely off the chain. (laughs) I mean, like amazing the things that God is doing. And we've only been at it for two weeks. Actually, we've had such a incredible response of people wanting to uh, register for the fall session um, that I decided that I was going to open registration back up to give everybody a chance to come in and uh, to go through this first uh, ever session of the Elijah's Mantle Mentoring. We have been currently, the Lord has just given me this um, blueprint for laying a foundation of love. And it's been wild to see how everybody is you know, the people that came and joined the group because they wanted to learn more about how to operate in the supernatural and in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. It's like the gifts and the and um, the supernatural has been showing up in their life just as they have learned to lean into God's presence and lean into His love. And so it's just been really incredible. If you're interested in learning more about that, literally registration closes again on Sunday. So I didn't want people to get too far behind. Um, So you still have an opportunity to go and register. It's only 26 bucks and you have a lifetime membership access to view all of the past recordings. So it's an excellent value. And you get a private uh, Facebook group where everybody is just growing in community and it's amazing. If any of my EMM homies are on here, you should definitely post a comment or post a testimony, guys, because it's amazing. Um, well, everybody, hey, Belinda. Hey, Cheryl. Oh, it's my friend, Lisa, my Apache friend. I'm so glad you're on here. Hey, Heather. Hey, Martha. Ginger, Stephanie, hey Cheryl, oh my gosh, yay. Well, you guys, you are going to love my guests today. If you haven't met them on one of my previous broadcasts or um, you've probably seen them on my channels just because they are speakers for the Arise Women's Summits that we are hosting, uh, Danielle Helmer and Monica Santalago 
we have been just they two incredible powerhouse women of God, so pure. Um, and they are just movers and shakers in the kingdom right now. I mean, like when I say that these women are pioneers, they are forerunners and what God is doing in this end time move. Like I, I mean that, okay. That is exactly what these ladies are. And so I'm so excited just to uh, get to have them on the show today. And really the Lord just wanted us to hop on here and we wanted to share with you guys um, some things that God has been speaking to us about this season that we're in. Uh, strategy for how God is wanting to release the spirit of revival over our nation and uh, how you can be involved in that. And Monica and Danielle are directly involved in this. So do me a favor. Uh, if you know any ladies that need healing from trauma who are looking for their place in this end time move, um, are interested in foster care and adoption, uh, or in healing, receiving healing in their personal family, or learning how to parent with the Holy Spirit, I want you to tag them and I want you to share this broadcast, okay? Because um, I really feel like you all are going to be so ministered to today. So, Without further ado, here are my friends, Monica and Danielle. Woo! <laughs> hey, so I'm excited to have you guys on here. Um, New Hope Revival Church is on here. Hey! Oh my gosh. Oh, so just some quick announcements here. I have... In the next coming weeks, I am going to be in Burton, Ohio. So this weekend, I'll be in Burton, Ohio. And the following weekend, I will be back in Oklahoma in Tahlequah for the last Trail of Joy tent revival event for this year. So if you want any details on any of that, just go to my website, com and click on the events tab. So... We are, uh, some of you guys know, we've been working on, God gave us a word um, in June. He actually gave me a dream when I launched, right before I launched the Speak Life project, where literally Danielle Hilmer was in this dream. I did not know who she was. Uh, Lou Engel was in this dream and Danielle was this cute little girl with a bomber jacket and a scroll. And she came up to me and said, I have to tell you the words of this prophecy because you're part of its fulfillment. And her and uh, five other women began, began to sing the prophecy on this scroll. And it was a song in tongues and my spirit in the dream interpreted it as the story of the little engine that could, that it would, uh, that it was a movement that was going to happen that was going to be small, but then it would reach 
the top of the mountain and it would become an unstoppable force that would sweep the nation and become the train of God's glory. And um, then I heard the Holy Spirit say, village life ceased until I, Deborah, arose a mother in Zion. Then I could feel the sun rising on the back of my shoulders and we were standing in the middle of an empty playground in a city square. And so that dream, uh, when I launched the Speak Life project, that's how Danielle initially found me. She reached out to me and uh, she sent me an Instagram live of her and Lou Engle, which Lou Engle happens to be uh, a spiritual papa in her life. And I was like, how do I know this girl? I've seen her before. And the Holy Spirit said, it was just a dream and Lou's voice. And I about fell out of my car. So I immediately got a hold of her and um, she has been pioneering this ministry called the wall movement. And we have some overlapping prophetic words, totally incredible. And um, then she connected me to these other amazing women, Monica Satalago. She has, her ministry is called Abide to Love. Um, They are literally reforming the foster care uh, system right now. And that is super exciting. So I'm going to give them an opportunity to talk more, but I just wanted to give you guys like a foundation for how these relationships started. And, um, so now, so we've already had our first arise women's summit and we're preparing for our second one. And this one is going to be in Canyon city, Colorado. It's, How crazy is it, Danielle, that literally we're going to be there the week after, and this was not planned. It's during the 10 days of awe, I think. Um, I'll have to look that up. But it's the week after Lou Engle is having his uh, Communion Colorado like prayer events. Is that not wild? God, so wild. It is. It's totally God. And um, so the atmosphere is, and I heard Lou on a thing say, uh, he said, we're calling for, uh, we're believing God for a, a national jailbreak, spiritual jail- jailbreak. And Kenyan City is known for its prison system. Wow. Like I looked that up. They have like 13 max security prisons or something like that. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is so crazy that he's calling for that. And he didn't even know that we were having anything there. And so I really believe guys that God's strategy for national revival is the reformation of family. It's, it's the reformation revival and, and restoration of the family unit. And we have to get a hold of the women to get them healed because they are the prophets and the catalysts in their home. Right. So um, I'm going to, Danielle, I'm going to go ahead and just let you share. You had a dream and then, um, then I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to play our video for the arise women's summit. Or do you think I should do that first? If I do that first, it might take a little while for me to share. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, let me see. All right, guys, I'm gonna show you this video. And this is the mission right now, okay? In December, 2021, I was visited by the Lord in a vision. Suddenly, the Spirit of God began to show me his last days for me. I was shocked by what I saw. They were weeping women created for kingdom purpose, but were unable to move forward into their destiny. They were stuck, paralyzed by fear, fighting through the fog of lies and the arrows of accusations, all longing for a home, a community where their hearts could simply heal. The Lord spoke. The time is now for my Psalm 68 remnant to hear the call. Gather the warring women of Zion and tell them to arise and meet with me on my mountain. Ladies, it's time to come be healed from trauma, equipped by the Holy Spirit, awakened to your identity, and revived in God's presence. Women, we are the next generation's only hope. Wives, we are the voice of Holy Spirit in our homes and the catalyst for our children's prophetic destinies. Deborah, it's time to arise and sing your song. Esther, it's time to arise and meet with your king. A nation's fate hangs in the balance. We are birthing a movement, a company of voices crying out for justice, locking shields for a future generation, a sisterhood standing on the front lines of national revival. A new day has dawned. Your mountain is calling. Register now at KristaElisha.com forward slash arise. I, number one, can't believe that I made that video. And number two, <laughs> every time I watch it, I literally like feel the Holy Spirit descend on me. Um, yeah. This is, this is what God is doing in this moment right now. Now that we are the post row generation, we have millions of women who are struggling with the hidden wounds of, of that terrible law um, on top of compounded trauma from, from years. And if the mothers have broken hearts, and they're the ones that are called specifically to their children. Not that fathers aren't called, but, um, you know, our God has given us mothers the, the dominion over the household, right? Um, to care for, for the family's intimate needs. Then that means that we're going to raise brokenhearted children. And, um, you know, I think that it's interesting. The Lord told me years ago. Um, he said that the, the next move of God was going to be marked by the female evangelist. And he said, it is because I am returning for a bride. When you look at all the other past revivals, 
you see that they primarily started one, there were usually some female intercessors who gave birth to it, but that the, the main personality that was used in that revival was a man. And I truly believe that uh, we are on the cusp of complete national revival and that God is desiring to pour out his glory on his wounded women in order for them to be healed. And so this is a really exciting time for us to be alive. Um, MJ said, can you read Psalm 68, please? Well, let me look that up. It's really long, but verse 11 is the key one, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it's the warring women is verse 11. Yeah, I'll look that one up right now. I think it is verse 11. I just want to make sure that I have it. Last night, guys, I posted a video and I totally like was so tired. My eyes were crossing when I did it. And I flip-flop numbers and everything. (laughs) So I'm like, I want to make sure that what I'm reading is right today. (sighs) So Psalm 68 verse 11 in the Passion Translation is, God Almighty declares the word of the gospel with power, and the warring women of Zion deliver its message. The conquering legions have themselves been conquered. Look at them flee. Now Zion's women are left to gather the spoils. So I just um, have been really feeling these these two phrases the Lord has been speaking to me. And it's the, the words that God or that Jesus commissioned the Marys with when they went to the tomb in Matthew 28 and, you know, they discovered that Jesus was not in the tomb and the commission was come and see the tomb is empty. Now go and tell your brothers. And I believe that that is the season that we are in when there is an anointing on the women in this hour to come and see that Jesus is alive, to come and see that he's not in the tomb anymore, that he is the resurrected savior. And that as us as women, as we come and we see, we become eyewitnesses of who he is, there is a grace on us to go back and to tell our brothers. I feel like women have for a a long time, not just, uh, you know, in recent times, but even through the, uh, the religious system, we have been the silenced majority and God is releasing the muzzle that has kept us silent. It's time for us to speak up. It's time for us to use our voice. It's time for us to be the lionesses on the mountains of cultural influence to release a sound and call the nations up higher.
Monica, Danielle, do you have anything? Yeah, I just think it's so interesting. The Lord brought me here to Colorado. I'm in Colorado right now, and we're inviting women to come here to the mountain, to get up on the mountain and to hear from God. And um, I want to quick show sort of the view. I don't know if you can see it through the window, but it's just the most gorgeous view of the mountains back there. And I just come up here and see what is going to take place after this in Revelation 4. Um, But yeah, I would love to share, even as you're talking about the nations, I was struck with um, the dream that I would love to share about Sarah was highlighted in the dream. And Sarah is the mother of nations. And she was past childbearing age and the Lord gave her strength to conceive. So Hebrews 11, 11, I've been meditating on. And it says that she received strength from the Lord. She counted him faithful who had promised, but it was so that she could, she got the strength of the Lord to bear a seed and it gave birth to nations. And um, yeah, I just am undone by the faithfulness of God. I'm sure most of you know, I wrote a book, Um, and published it January 22nd, Roe v. Wade Day, prophesying in the book that Roe v. Wade was going to end this year, that we would see a jubilee for the unborn. But the reason I wrote the book is because I had done a fast and I asked God during that fast, what is your plan to overturn Roe v. Wade? And I've been in the adoption movement for years and thought it was only about adopting and adoption. And that is a huge part of the solution But the Lord showed me in my dream, it's actually going to start with the women and it will lead to an adoption movement because we need our women healed, which is really the message Chris has been hearing. Um, So in that dream, I won't share that whole dream, but I had seen the enemy's schemes and what he was trying to do to take out the women, but that we had the authority to breathe life on the women with the Lord. We had to get up to the third heavens to get the breakthrough and that first dream, I published it in my book. The book is called There is Room in Your Womb. Um, it's uh, each month a word for that month. So it's 12 chapters. We're in the ninth month right now. And month nine, it, the title chapter is Making Room, which Chris just published a prophetic word very similar. I just love how the Holy Spirit's always doing the same thing with different ministries in different ways. And But this month, September, is so key for our hearts to get clear of all debris, of all idols, of all bitterness, offense, selfishness, whatever it is that is hindering us receiving the seed of the Holy Spirit and carrying forth our spiritual and our physical children. But even this month of September in the Hebrew calendar is the month of Elul, which is, I don't, I'm not like an expert on any of this, but I just think it's wild how Um, the Lord really is highlighting this and how we are on the Hebrew calendar of getting rid of junk to prepare for our bridegroom. Because in October, we celebrate the Feast of Booths and many scholars believe that might be when Jesus returns. Our bridegroom might return in October during the Feast of Booths. And it's all about him coming and tabernacling with us. And that is when we're holding our summit, I think is during the Feast of Booths. I'm pretty sure I might be wrong on, on what exact. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Um, so yeah, I just really feel like that's what I was doing with me. And I feel like that is 
but he's doing the body of Christ right now. So this dream that I had recently, um, probably one of the most powerful dreams I've ever had. I want to kind of preface it a minute. Um, I really believe it highlights the beauty of womanhood and that our children are to carry on our legacy, our testimony and our story. Every season, good and bad shapes and forms who we become and it needs to be shared. And that is what this ministry is all about. Each of our ministries, but specifically speak life of sharing the testimony of abortion and how God has healed hearts that have had abortions or even physically, I've never had an abortion, but I've had an attack on my womb. And I have shared my testimony of what God's doing with my womb and it's vulnerable, but it's so powerful and it's brought so much hope to so many women. So I really believe the Lord's speaking the power of testimony. We overcome by our testimony in the blood of the lamb. Every woman should know that she is a queen. She is beautiful and glorious, and she represents the bride of Christ. She has purpose and destiny. God has seen every moment of her life, and it has caused her to be formed into the woman that God wants her to be. He has a scroll over each woman's life, over each of your lives. As Krista shared in the dream, I was handing her a scroll, and I think God has a scroll over each of your lives and he wants to reveal that to you. And I think even coming to this summit, more will be revealed to you of your destiny. The enemy has tried to seize the wombs of women physically and spiritually, but God is breathing life on the women. He is saying you are the solution to see abortion end in every state and in every county. Yes, we've seen the overturn of Roe v. Wade, but abortion has not ended. But us just being us, is what's going to bring the solution. He said to me that you just being you and carrying life will bring transformation to this nation. You don't have to do just be. He said that to me so strongly. Again, I'm here in Colorado and I sat and just wept when he said that to me yesterday. It's not about doing acts and it's not about doing works. It's me being me and I do it with him. Yes, we do works, but it's out of that place to being a woman. So being a woman is glorious. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Carrying babies, whether spiritually or physically, is what you were made to do. And this is what comes against feminism in the land. And as I even sat to write this, I was like back in the the spirit of the dream and I'm going to share the dream, but it was a wedding venue. And I believe the Lord is preparing the bride. Um, So in the dream, a play or a musical had just ended. And I believe this represents Roe v. Wade just ended. Feminism in the land is coming down and it is ending. And the new movement is arising. Righteous women's movement, yes. But the righteous women's movement. That's right. The righteous women. No more toxic uh, feminist garbage. Uh, that castrates our men and, uh, you know, tries to take their masculinity from them. Um, No more vulgarity, but a righteous women's movement. Mm -hmm. It's actually a term that I put in my book, chapter three, I believe, righteous women's movement. And it's R-W. Roe v. Wade was R-W. Whoa, I never even connected that. RW movement is righteous women's movement. Come on, yes. <laughs> um, so in the dream, 
a plethora of women flooded the venue to clean up the mess, which I didn't even put all this in here, but in my dream, it was like a theater, but it was also a wedding venue, which I didn't know when I had the dream that where we're holding this event, I believe is both a theater and a wedding venue. Um, so in the dream, this, these women flooded in to clean up the mess. Then my friend Sarah, who represents Mother of Nations, entered the room. She was glowing as usual. In real life, she is about to get married. The venue was a wedding venue. It was gorgeous. The light was shining so brightly. There were round tables set up like a wedding reception, which I think represents we were made for community to sit in a circle with one another. You can't get your healing all by yourself. I think that there were chandeliers up in this wedding venue and I um, saw my friend Sarah. She began putting up posters for the next show that was coming, which was going to start in September. And I realized that today as I was reading and preparing for this live, that it was September. We're in September right now. And I've been wanting to share this dream for months. I, I haven't had it a few months ago, maybe a month ago. But the Lord waited for it to be released today in September. <laughs> so the next show is called Siobhan or She-Vaughn. And Vaughn, that word means the form of. So the form of she. That was the title of this play. And on the poster, Sarah was pictured at different stages of her life. It was showing how God had been with her in each stage and in each season and the darkest nights and in the brightest days. He has he was shaping her and forming her. She told me that the play or musical was, a, was all about how we as women were created by God to carry life and children. Our children will carry our legacy. Womanhood will be seen as beautiful and something to be celebrated again. This is this wasn't in the dream, but I really feel, as Krista was just saying, as we celebrate the beauty of womanhood, men will also be celebrated in their unique roles in the earth. This will not only tear down the altars of worldly feminism and abortion, it will tear down trafficking, pornography, and the homosexual agenda as the family is restored. And I heard in the dream, it's Psalm 127, the fruit of the womb is a reward. I'm sorry, I have so many chills right now. Like, this is what we're declaring into the land. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Children are an inheritance, and they will be like arrows shot into the heart of the enemy. And Amen. that is the opposite of that spirit of feminism and abortion in our land. And as I shared, I just said to my friend, you've got to read my book. This is what the book's all about. So the last few thoughts before I wrap up, and I really want to hear your guys' thoughts, is um, Siobhan, again, means the forming of she. Uh, Siobhan, the name with a C, C-H-E-V-O-N, means God is gracious and graced by Yahweh. Sarah is the mother of nations, and God is raising up a Sarah movement, mothers of nations. Our children will inherit the nations, and they will usher the return of Jesus. And lastly, the women cleaning up, as we know, is the women coming up and cleaning what feminism has done in our land. Oh boy. Yeah. As you were saying that, I just got, got hit again by the Holy spirit. Just like, Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like, 
Oh my God, that gr- that dream number one is so good. And it, guys, it just so happens that the the uh, venue for Canyon City is going to be a theater, and it is a wedding venue. And so <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. Um, the first one we were at happened to be a wedding venue, and now we're going to be back in a wedding venue. And um, guys, this is so, you know, the nations, that word there is, it means a people group, you know, it means a people group. And there is a people group that each one of us are called to speak into, that we're called to be a voice into, right? And... The only way that we are going to be able, because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, right? This is why when we're calling people to come to the Arise Women's Summit, one of the first things that we're going after is this is not church as usual. This is, we want you to have an encounter with God face to face. We want you to know your father, God, because when you see him, you can see yourself for who you really are. We want you to have a supernatural encounter where you get your heart healed and where you allow uh, the voice of God to speak directly to you about where he has called you and what nation he has called you to either give birth to or to speak into. Mm-hmm. There is a demographic of people that only you can reach, right? And so this is not just another women's conference. This is, we're calling you to come be marked for your prophetic destiny because your prophetic destiny, Mother of Zion, is absolutely connected to the prophetic destiny of your children, is absolutely connected to the destiny of your husband, of your extended family, of your community. I mean, like I look at, at my life and I'm like, you know, I'm just a little country Ohio girl. I was a IV drug addict, you know, living in a tent 11 years ago. That's who I was until I had an encounter. Yeah. And I think about all of the yeses every time I've said yes to God and how my yes has not just been for me. It has also been for you. (laughs) It has been for everybody who is connected in one way or another to what God is doing through our ministry here. And you know, I want you guys to think who is out there that is waiting on your yes, that is waiting on you getting healing. You know, so often we get stuck in, in self-centered cycles of pain and of regret and um, just wallowing in the pit of self-pity. And I'm telling you guys, like, Women, we have got to get set free from the junk. We have got to get to a place where we can be vulnerable in community and we can release all the junk from all the years and know that it is a safe place for us to receive our healing. And that is exactly what we 
um, and this group, and there's more of us uh, that are connected, but that's what we're doing as we're going in the, into these different regions and we're hosting these Arise Women Summits. Um, so I, if you are on here and you have been desperate for an encounter with God and you are... Um, you you know that God is calling you somewhere, but you don't know where he's calling you. And you feel the Holy Spirit burning in your heart right now. Um, I'm telling you, God will make a way for you to get there. He will make a way for you to get there where there is no way. I've had him do it for me. Um, actually, th- Literally, guys, when I got baptized in the Holy Spirit and fire um, and had my radical life-changing encounter with God that literally led me into everything that I'm doing now, it was through going to a conference. And I had never been out of state before. I had never traveled without my husband or my kids before. We were poor. I mean, and when I say poor, I mean like we were living in a trailer that had holes in the floor and holes in the ceiling. And I was working and paying some other lady for a uh, a booth at a salon. And it was right before Christmas. And I saw this ad uh, to go see Todd White speak at this conference. And I'm like, man, if I just had that guy pray for me, I know that whatever he has, like I'll get, and that's what I need. I was miserable. I was tormented. I was insecure. I didn't know who I was. I didn't like who I was. I loved God, but I couldn't stand to be in his presence for more than 10 minutes because I felt, I I felt so unlovable. Mm-hmm. And I was a Christian and I was off drugs and I was trying to live a, a holy life. But behind the scenes, I was a mess. And it was because I needed to have a life-changing encounter with God's love. And I'm telling you, um, God made a way where there seemed to be no way. Uh, my sister, who I had not, I, I posted the video on, on Facebook and I actually tagged my sister in it because it was far away for us. I, and I knew that I was like, man, in my heart, I wanted to go so bad, but I knew it was impossible. Mm-hmm. And my sister saw it and sent me a message and said, hey, I haven't got you a birthday present in like six years. I think I'm just going to help you pay for like your hotel and the registration if you can just get a flight down here. And that was a total miracle because I hadn't even really talked to my sister in years since my drug addiction. And then when I told my husband, he was adamant, like, no, you're not going. And I said, well, if God provided this, maybe he'll provide whatever else we need. The next day, guys, I went to my mailbox and I had some lady who met me at my brother's funeral had sent me an $800 check in a card that said, um, I just got a huge bonus and I felt the Lord told me to send this to you. Not all tithes have to go to a church. Mm. This guy didn't even know me. And that was exactly what I would have lost taking the week off work and having to pay my booth rent. So I'm telling you, and I was scared to death. I, and I had never flown before. And if I had not gone there, we wouldn't be here now. And so I released that testimony as a prophecy. 
as a prophecy that God will make a way where there seems to be no way. And if you know anybody in Colorado or in Canyon City, I want you to reach out to them right now. Send them a text message and send them the link to register. You just go to KristaElisha.com forward slash arise. I even have it here. I'm going to like put it up. Monica, what do you got, girl? No, I'm just listening. <laughs> this is so good. I'm just excited. Um, yeah, there's just a lot. Uh, I was thinking because I was reading the comments while you guys were talking. Um, and I believe it was Stacy had shared about wrapping our arms around the single mamas as the body of Christ. Yes. And it caught me because I laughed because when, as soon as somebody said Psalm 68, y'all thought of 11, but I thought of five where God says in his holy dwelling, he is a father to the fatherless and a champion, a champion of widows. I just love that. He speaks about that. And I love that it's in the same chapter talking about who God is and the warring women of Zion. And here's also him declaring, this is who he is as father to the fatherless and a champion of widows. And these are things I believe that as the warring of women of Zion, we're restoring. <laughs> We're bringing back to the original intent of what the Lord had um, because it's out of the women that we're, like Danielle was saying, that we're going to see this adoption movement happen. And it's interesting because for years, you know, my testimony, part of my testimony and why we do what we do with Abide to Love is that our own family, like my husband and I have adopted three children internationally. Um, we've brought in orphans from all over the world. We've gone to visit orphanages all over the world. Um, we've also uh, fostered locally in the United States, and then we've refugee fostered as well. And so like that is like our family, right? And then out of that poured out our nonprofit and what we're doing with the reformation of foster care. But as I'm planning for all of this and I'm like processing these things and, and building this new thing with the Lord, Jesus just goes and like knocks me in the head with this women's movement. And I'm like, y'all are awesome. And I love you. <laughs> and I love people who go after women, but I'm, I'm family mode, right? I'm like orphan care and family restoration. And it's funny because Jesus, I feel like he really did hit me over the head, not in a mean way, but in a surprising way to go, Monica, the women need to be healed first. And that just was not on my radar at all. And so even Krista, as your video was showing, and I was listening to Mothers are the voices of Holy Spirit within their home. Like we need to have restoration within our homes, within our women, so that then out of them can pour out to the fathers and the children. It's just done this total re-perspective for me of where we are. We're going after family restoration. We're going after revival. It starts with something. You know, and these Arise Summits, while they've taken me so off guard, the fruit of what we saw in Tennessee is undeniable. Like, I think I had to wait till after Tennessee to go, okay, Jesus, for sure you're in this <laughs> because it caught me so off guard. But when I see the women out of Tennessee, and I want to just encourage each one of you who are thinking, am I, should I come? Am I going to come? You know, I'm hearing from these ladies, the fruit of what we saw in each woman after Tennessee Sometimes I actually prayed with one of them this morning at five o'clock in the morning because she's encouraged me to start praying at five o'clock in the morning. And so I actually feel like the burn, like the level of accelerated burn I've watched in these women is challenging me 
to go mm-hmm. deep in my walk with the Lord. Yeah. And that was a moment and in a weekend. And yeah. so this is more than a conference. <laughs> this is the Lord preparing his warring women of Zion. And for many of you at a speed that you, it's going to, it's going to surprise you the speed in which he takes you from zero to 50, but it's where we are. And it's what we need is the women of Zion to rise up because God is getting ready to move in family. And we need to be ready for that. Come on. And guys, I mean, dude, I got healing. I got healing at our own event. I mean, like, I it was to, wild. Dude, I had to get drug across the floor by my, I mean, you guys don't understand. Like that doesn't happen to me all the time. Like I've got, I know how to wade in the glory at this point. Okay. But for me to get laid out, absolutely like flat kabod glory of God on me and then have my husband drag me across to make room for the next speaker to go up guys like this is me and and I got healing Monica I know you got healing it was incredible what God did in Tennessee and hey all my single mamas out there I see you okay like I see you I was a single mom and um, a lot of people don't know this about my family, but my husband adopted my two children. So um, I was, I am the epitome of the single mother. I had, before I came to the Lord, I had two abortions because of the rejection and the fear uh, that I went through. And then as a single mom struggled with uh, drug addiction and trying to battle my past trauma and be able to be there and provide for my children. And um, I I see the struggle and my heart is for you. And even through all this, like I know God is building so much more. I, I really do feel a burden on my heart to provide a place for the single mother and for the widow and for the orphan. And um, God's giving me vision on that right now. Uh, So those are all things that are coming in the future, but um, I'm really excited about what God is doing. And it's so much freaking fun. I feel like I get to be a child again, you know, like, we have this whole thing where our friend Kimberly, her ministry is called um, Women of Royalty. She literally gets real crowns and she crowns all the women with real crowns that cost lots of money, like a crowning ceremony, and we prophesy over them. And this time, uh, we are taking some things that happen in Tennessee to the next level. We're going to be doing communion uh, the last night. I'm not going to tell you guys uh, how we're going to be doing communion because that's a surprise. But on the last day of the conference, we're calling all the women to wear white and um, to come wearing white, even if it's their wedding gown, whatever that looks like for them. And we're going to have hundreds of women come off the streets of Canyon City wearing their wedding dresses, wearing bridal array, walking into this suite, you know, into this theater, into this, you know, wedding venue 
And we're going to do a recovenanting, a remarriage to, to God, to Jehovah, to our bridegroom King Jesus. And it is going to be absolutely off the hook. So um, I just love it. It's like there's there's this whole restoration of of innocence, right? That happens in in this these meetings. Uh, Julia said, "When is this and where?" It's in Canyon City, Colorado, um, and it's going to be October thirteenth through the fifteenth this year. So it's just right around the corner, and there's we, there's it is a limited seating situation. And I just want to encourage you guys to, we actually, um, instead of doing a normal registration price, the Lord had us do it in, um, as a donation. And so before you go and register, um, there are a number of different prices that you can choose from and, um, you, you just pay whatever it is that you are able to. And guys, even I think like at the first one, some women showed up and they didn't even have a place to stay. They didn't know where they were going to stay. And then they got to Canyon city, got to the event and they had, they ended up getting a place to stay. They had food, they had everything that they needed. And, um, so it's, uh, God will make a way and you are not going to be alone. And if all you can do is just get there, then I'm telling you, one of your sisters is going to have your back. I say, we'll have your back like bra straps, girl. You don't worry. Don't worry. Okay. And also the other cool thing about Colorado is it's like the cheapest place in the country to fly into. Yeah, because it's literally, um, what is it? Denver is like the layover capital. I know because I've flown so much. It's so crazy how I had an encounter with God at a conference when I had never flown before. And now I literally fly all over the nation preaching the gospel now. Yulia, what if someone doesn't have anything white? Um, then we'll have something white for you. So um, I'm super excited. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm like, Yeah, Krista, as I have been praying for this one and the summit before, the Lord had given me a dream for the last one, which I think is also for this one. But I wrote a little song. I'm not going to sing the song. But the lyrics were, we say, Ho, come to the waters, you who thirst and have no money, come, buy, eat and drink, and your hearts will be satisfied with Jesus. And so I believe that's the spirit in our hearts is like, come, even if you don't have money, like, but we are inviting those that do have extra funds. Like, would you consider sponsoring someone and donating extra towards the cost for others? Because we want as many as possible to come, even if they don't have the finances. And God did make a way for so many in the last one. But yeah, I'm just so excited. There's more to the song, but I just felt that I, that's my intercession for this um, gathering. I sing it every day. Come, come to the waters come be healed. That was the dream I had. The women were jumping in this hot water 
which was a river and they were being healed from whatever they had. And come to find out Canyon city actually has natural hot springs. And I'm right now in Pagosa Springs, which also has natural hot springs. And someone is letting us go free every night while we're here, which is crazy. And my friend and I are receiving healing in our bodies right now in literal hot springs. (laughs) So it's just like a prophetic picture of what God wants to do. But I just believe that for women, if you have pain in your body, pain in your heart, come in faith, you're going to be healed. Like so many women got healed at this last one. Yes. Yeah. So, so many, so many healings. And guys, um, I will say too, oh, baptisms of the Holy Spirit in fire, like crazy deliverance. Um, the first night that we were there, um, I actually walked the perimeter of the, the, the barn and I, um, decreed that no demonic manifestations would take place inside the, the barn to, draw attention away from what Holy Spirit was doing at the altar. And so women just started dropping at the door of the barn before they could even get in. And, and it was not like, no, the deliverance was not, uh, embarrassing. It wasn't, um, it wasn't degrading. It was a safe place. We, we had the women that, you know, knew how to operate in that. We just went back there. We didn't allow anything. We loved on them. We laid hands on them. We led them through their freedom. And then the Holy Spirit took over. We had crazy things happen. Um, oh, not only that, but speaking of single moms and support, um, a single mom ended up being gifted a car because of that event. Like a single mom, um, a beautiful girl that is connected to Danielle went through a very bad situation um, and, you know, abandoned and then had her car repoed. And it just so happened that one of the amazing ladies that, uh, attended this event had said that she had a car that she wanted to donate to my ministry. And I said, Oh, that would be wonderful. I've always wanted to be able to donate cars to single moms because I know what it was like to not have a car as a single mom. And, um, lo and behold, this situation came up and we, we were able to connect them and get this car to this single mom. Is that not absolutely wild? Um, so God is showing up in ways that are exceedingly abundantly beyond we could, whatever we could ask, think, or imagine. Um, and you're, you're going to create lifelong friendships here too. So maybe if you're on here and you really feel like you're called to go to this event. You feel the Lord moving on you to do it. Um, You want to go and you want to register before registration fills up because it's going to be fast. And then you want to go to, um, it's the Daughters of Destiny Facebook group. That is where all of the women and the ministries, and there are some men on there because, hey guys, you know, we need you too. Um, and our whole uh, vision for this Arise movement is that first we want to get moms, mama, 
you know, girlfriend, we want you to come. We want you to get set free. We want you to get healed. We want you to be filled up. You know, guys, I just, I always think of how Eve was deceived by the serpent and then she was thrown under the bus by her husband. And, and I just feel like one of the reasons why God has, you know, he's waited, he saved the best for last right? That if this is the end time move of God, like, of course, God is going to look at redeeming the one who was considered the least in the garden, right? Like that is God's character. That's his nature is, is, is for that. And so, and you know, just his heart towards the women and the restoration. Look, Jesus's mom after, like she was pregnant and was a single mom until Joseph had a dream and followed through with his commitment to marry her. And then when Jesus launched his earthly ministry, it was a single mother. She was a widow. Guys, I just want you to think about that for a second. Mary, the mother of Jesus, was a widow when Jesus walked out his end time ministry, God's heart. That's why we see all over the gospels, the stories of women that Jesus greatly impacted. Jesus's ministry on earth was catalyzed by his mother at a wedding. Probably because she never got to have a wedding because she would have been a pregnant out of wedlock woman running for her life. I want you guys to consider that for a moment. This is why God's heart is towards the widow and the orphan. And so, you know, I, but I want you to go and I want you to make sure that you, that you register because I want you to make, we want you to have a place. And then I want you to go to the Daughters of Destiny Facebook group and I want you to join. And if you have a need, if you're looking for a travel buddy, um, there are people all over that group that are, are totally willing to team up. Um, and all you have to do is just get there. Just get there. Can I just share real quick? Um, I want to give a word to the single women not necessarily single mothers, but, but women like myself, I'm 35 single. All I want is to be married and have children, but God has really gripped me over the seasons of, of spiritual babies that he wants to birth inside of us. Like hearing his voice, receiving revelation and carrying movements forth and birthing movements. And so I want to invite single women to come as well. I know like we're inviting mothers. I'm a mother. I'm realizing more and more how much I really am a mother. Although I might not have physical or even adopted children yet. I have so many women coming to me lately. Like you're such a mom. You carry such a heart like a mother and you single women are meant to mother as well. And so I, I want you to know there's a place for you in this movement and we want you there as well. Um, also, Krista, do you want to quickly highlight who all will be there in the different ministries involved? I know you touched on Sarah is doing prophetic art, which is going to be so awesome to participate in that with her. Um, is there anyone else that we were missing? 
Yeah. So there we are going to have Genevieve Skidmore, who is, um, oh, speaking of Sarah, she just got the link. They're at the venue right now. Oh, yay. I'm going to add them to the stream. Ladies. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. this is so exciting. It's so exciting. Venue. I'm so glad you guys were able to get the link. So are you guys at the Annex right now? Yes. yes. I'm in Canyon City. Oh my gosh, it is beautiful. <laughs> it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. The pictures on the website don't do it justice. No. It's like royalty. Wow. I'm going to try to get the camera to turn around for me here. Oh, no. Where'd she go? Come back on, Sarah. There they are. Okay. All right. It's okay. There you are. How do we do this? But they're setting up for an event here, but this is absolutely gorgeous. We've got beautiful skylights in here. and Wow. It's pretty amazing. Oh, my goodness. Whoa, man. And that Lisa, is there a way to put it just on her camera uh, right now? Yeah, here I can. I love these skylights in here. It's so beautiful. There's the balcony up there, which is beautiful too. Wow. Oh my gosh, look at that fancy mirror. Wow. Good dancing floors. Plenty yeah. of sky, you know, ceiling room for our flags. <laughs> yes. Wow. Oh my gosh, it's so pretty. So, ladies, this is like, this is amazing. Big stage here, too. Wow. Yes. Wow. Oh my goodness. It's going to be so much fun. <laughs> Can you just imagine that place decked out like a princess party? <laughs> Definitely. Yay. So guys, those of you that don't know, Sarah G is an amazing artist and she is actually one of the things that God put on our heart is that, um, we are going to be doing a prophetic identity. So it's each person that comes, so you're going to get crowned and that's Kimberly's ministry, which she's right there in the, in the video. And there she is, women of royalty. So she's going to be crowning ladies. And if you see any uh, pictures from Tennessee, you'll see her doing those crownings. And if you're coming and you were at the first one and you received a crown, make sure that if you're coming to this one, that you bring the crown that you got in Tennessee, um, because that's going to be important for you to have with you. Um, well, I think 
But Sarah is going to be leading everybody in a prophetic uh, art activation that is something that you're going to get to bring home with you. So um, blessed on YouTube. You said, is it okay if you join for just one day? Yeah, absolutely. You can come for just one day, but we would really love to have you all the days. No, they are. I just know we so, yeah. Awesome. Well, Sarah, did you guys have anything that you wanted to add other than letting us see the beautiful space or did Cindy have anything? We have gone, um, <laughs> trying to figure out this video. <laughs> We've gone down main street, just gone business to business, door to door, just welcoming women. And they're so excited about it. They're like, can we bring friends? This is awesome. And they're hanging the flyers in their windows. And so, yeah, the, the community is getting excited about it. Oh, that is amazing. So one of the things about this one that we all felt was going to be different was that this is, this is going to be an evangelism um, event. And so that was the other thing. I really believe that the Lord is going to release the female evangelists, the the Mary anointing, the ones that were at the tomb, the come and see and go and tell your brothers that Jesus is risen, right? That is what I keep getting over this entire uh, event here in Canyon City. I know that each one sort of has a different expression, but I really believe that the Lord is going to release the wild unbridled female evangelists awesome well thanks for sharing that with us guys have you guys out here it's gonna be amazing it's gonna be great lisa this is in canyon city colorado it is going to be (laughs) october 13th through the 15th (laughs) see you bye guys Bless you guys. We're Bless you. Love you here. Great to see you. It's going to be amazing. Wow. So that was uh, stunning. <laughs> I know, right? It's so gorgeous. And I've loved tuning in. Sarah's been holding prayer weekly leading up to this event. And there's just been so much prophetic swirl around what God's doing in that region. They read some prophetic words over that area. And I was just like, whoa, Mm -hmm. I have to be there. I mean, I, of course I'm going to be there, but I'm like, just even with racial reconciliation, I feel like there's just so many different um, prophetic words over Canyon city that we get to press into together as well. Yes, absolutely. Um, And a lot of overlapping overlapping words. Um, and I feel like, you know, even the fact, so it's, it's happening over the feast of booze or tabernacles. And that's literally the celebration where the, the Hebrews, um, remember the time that they spent in the wilderness, but it's also a prophetic picture of God dwelling in tents or in a tent, meaning inside in the flesh. And so this is, I believe that this event even happening over that Hebrew holiday, because it's, it's been wild how it has all happened on God's calendar, right? Because the first one we did on Pentecost and didn't mean to do it. And now it's the Feast of Tabernacles. And so God is going to come and literally, I feel that we are, He's going to make His home in us 
known. We are the tabernacle of his presence now. We are we are the the temple that his that is full of his glory. And I and I truly believe that there is something very special is going to break out here and uh, that it's absolutely going to to change the region and it's going to change lives as you go back to your regions. So did anybody else have anything else that they wanted to share? I just wanted to hit on, I really believe too, we, this is all about activation as well. And we might hit on some activation during it, but really the follow up after, I'm really excited about what each ministry is carrying and just the fruit that came from the last one of women went through a book club with me. Women went through a study with um, each of the other women, like training and adoption and being parents and your discipleship school. It's just amazing what God's doing and activating us as well. So we're, we're coming to receive healing and get oil and bring it back to our regions and then continue in training and continue in sisterhood and building these friendships. And I would just also say like being part of this women's group has been such a blessing to me and bringing healing from areas of wounds with women and see like this group of women that are, are leading this, but also all the women that are part of it now that came to the last one. Oh, no, we lost mine. <laughs> um, it's, it's just been so powerful. Like we hardly like talked about what we're going to talk about at the last one. We hardly planned, I feel like, and the Holy Spirit just led the whole thing. And we all honored each other so much. And like all of our voices are so needed and important. Like, and that's what we want each of you to feel too, is just like, this sisterhood that you, your voice is important too. And your testimony needs to be heard too. And I just, I just love what God's doing with women and it's coming against the spirit of feminism in the land, which is competition, envy. Um, You know, I have to be better than somebody else or pushing people out of our lives and having that independent spirit. We're coming against that and walking in the opposite spirit. And it's so healing. And that's also the solution to abortion is family. It's family. Like, we adopt one another in this family and then we adopt children and bring them in. So, and then we didn't touch on who else will be there. There's a few other speakers, um, Harmony and Genevieve. Are, and then I'm sure there'll be random ones that we don't know that will be showing up, but Monica and Harmony really carry that spirit of adoption um, and training and adoption and foster care and what's, what's part of all that. And then Genevieve, if you want to share on Genevieve, yeah, Genevieve is amazing. She actually is is a pioneer. Uh, she is a Lakota Sioux Native American Indian. And so we uh, honor the First Nations people by allowing them to go first and to open up our meetings. And she is an absolute powerhouse. I mean, like all of you women are just powerhouses. Um, but Genevieve, she runs Naomi House, which is a uh, Native American uh, outreach on the Navajo Reservation. And they just broke ground in uh, Pine Ridge, South Dakota, which is her on. She gave up her ancestral land to build another Naomi House there to be able to reach the children um, that are are suffering um, from the the terrible things that are happening in, in that poverty uh, 
on the reservations. I'm not going to go too much into that just because I want to honor. Um, but it's a hard area and the native American children are a very, um, at risk demographic. And so she's confronting that. So just absolute powerhouses. And I believe she's bringing her husband this time, Kevin. Yes. And so I'm really excited to have him meet all the guys. And we have (laughs) our whole revival crew, um, all of us that, you know, go around with Nisi Nights, the Tent Crusade, Trail of Joy. Um, we're bringing the whole Kabod squad is what I call all of us because that Kabod is, it's the Hebrew word for the weighty glory. Um, and Vinny, uh, Vinny Harris is going to be leading worship and his whole thing is going up to the next level. So it's going to be amazing guys. It's going to be amazing. All of that, and all of that info is going to be on KristaElish.com. And um, we're not doing a normal registration price. It's by donation. There is a minimum donation price just because we want to make sure that we're actually weeding out people who are not, who are actually going to attend. Um, And we're just trusting God that he's going to bring in everything that, that we need. So... Jessica's like, Vinny Rock, he totally does, guys. And you should go follow him on Facebook. He's part of the Daughters of Destiny group too. All right, guys. So um, I am just really happy that we got to have this time today and how perfect it all worked out for Sarah to be there to show us the venue. And we just want to encourage you guys. I just feel like we should just pray and um, just ask the Lord, um, you know, we want the people that God wants to be there to be there. And uh, we're not, again, we're not making money off of this. We're doing this by donation, actually. Um, and so this we're not doing this because we're trying to get something. We're doing this because we're trying to give you something. Um, we're trying to bring in this move of God and, and uh, equip you. We, I just, my heart so much it might be my my pastor's heart is i i love i literally live for watching people have god encounters um because i know that if you have a real god encounter your whole life is going to change and um that's why i'm doing this it's a, it's a huge sacrifice and my life would be easier if i didn't <laughs> i'm just going to put it out there but we want to make sure that not one woman is left behind that is supposed to be at this event. And so God, I just pray right now in Jesus name that I don't know who this is for, but God, you know who this is for. Um, I ask you, God, that you would make a way where there seems to be no way. Holy Spirit, we just come against the spirit of fear. We say perfect love casts out fear. God, I release my testimony of what you did for me and providing a way for me to have a God 
encounter as a prophecy over this broadcast. And I just ask you, Heavenly Father, that you would make sure that all provision, all transportation, all support is provided for those whom you are calling to be a part of this specific event. God, we know that you release specific things in specific congregations, that you are not accidental and that what you are going to release in Canyon City is not the same as what you released in in Tennessee. And it's not going to be the same as what you release at another event. This is its own thing. And you are doing something special here. And you know exactly who you have predestined to be at this thing. And so, Lord, I just pray that you would open up the highways, you would open up the byways, that you would split the Red Sea, that you would... um tear down any walls of opposition and that you would give your people that you are calling to be a part of this, that you would give them the tenacity to continue to press in and not just sit down when you are opening doors for them. You are the God who opens doors that no man can open, and you are the God that shuts doors that no man can shut. And so, Lord, I just pray right now in your holy name that you would open those doors and that you would shut the doors that are not meant to be open. In Jesus' name. Yes, Lord, we just sound the alarm right now. God, we ask that you would just trumpet this message. You would gather the women. I I ask God for just the mourning and the tears and the travail that have been um, in the land over the loss of 65 million children to abortion. God, the loss and each of our individual lives, God, I see it's been a season of weeping and travail. I feel the groanings in the women, but God, I see the turning tide right now, God, that September, you said the next show would start. And so we declare that next show that those tears have filled the, the vessels. I think of this, the story of the wedding at Cana is filled with water, which is the tears that we've cried. And now you're turning it into wine. You're turning it into wine, God. We ask that you would turn the morning into dancing. And I just ask mm-hmm. that you would gather women to come and celebrate this new season that you're starting. God, it's a season of joy and wine of the Holy Spirit, a wedding to our bridegroom, Jesus, that we would get pregnant with his promises as we are yoked to him, we would be carriers of his promises and movements of physical and spiritual and adopted children in Jesus' name. Daddy, I thank you, Father, for each person that has joined us today, Lord. And I ask uh, for those that will come and even for those that won't, that you will begin a healing process in them even now. Even now. Just like Danny said, we sound the alarm. We sound the alarm for the, for the warriors, for the women of Zion, the ones who have yet to be given permission to be strong. Father, the ones that, who are wondering if they are significant, I thank you that that healing begins now. In Jesus' name, that they look at these three women, just three regular women sitting here, and they realize, Father God, that they not only are significant, but they actually are called to go even farther. Lord, I thank you that where we have grown, Father, we will be like a, like a, a floor 
Father, for them to catapult off of, because this is not about one woman. This is about the body of Christ and the bride getting up together, arm in arm, hand in hand. We will not settle for being divisive, Father, but this is a moment of unity. And I thank you, Father, that it begins now. Just like Danny had had said in her dream, had prophesied over September, I thank you that it begins now in Jesus' name. And what we will encounter when we get to Colorado in October is simply going to be an overflow, more than we can think or imagine of what you want to do. I thank you, Father, for you have started now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. So guys, um, I have a personal conviction that I believe the Lord shares, um, that I share with the Lord, is that He saves the best for last, and that those who are willing to tarry till the end are the ones who receive the reward. And so for you that have stayed on here and you have tarried to the end of this broadcast, the Lord said that I need to open up an opportunity for somebody to receive a free registration. And so what I want you to do is that if you are watching this and you want to be able to attend this conference, I want you to share this video, okay? And I'm going to put your names into a drawing and I'm going to have my assistant, Emily, pull a name out randomly and I will have her contact you with, uh, oh, it's 2.22 right now? Oh my gosh, it's 2.22 right now. That's the, in my time, that's the the national number of revival. And um, so you have an opportunity to, to win a free registration to this event. And so just share this broadcast. No, you don't have to put anything else. Just share this broadcast. And, um, and then I will have Emily reaching out to you. Okay, so just do me a favor, put shared in the comments if that's you. And this is just your activation right now. Yeah, just share, share it on Facebook. Share it. Yes, share it on Facebook is what I would prefer, please. Um, because it's easier for me to be able, if you're watching on YouTube, it's easier for me to be able to find the list of people who have shared via Facebook. Amen. Come on, guys. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Yay. So somebody is going to get free registration to this event. And I just, I'm so happy to sew into that. Yeah. Amen. Oh my gosh. Okay. So the Lord just said, not just free registration, but free airfare. Come on. I'm going to pay for I am going to pay for your airfare. Come on. Come to Canyon City, Colorado. Wow. Okay. All right, Lord. <laughs> so I'm going to do for you what God did for me. Come on, Jesus. 222, all for your glory, Lord. Open doors. <laughs> Maylie's like, what? Come on. Come on. So share this video on, off, on Facebook with your friends. And I'm going to put you in the drawing for uh, a free registration and free airfare. All right. Okay, guys. Well, I love you. And 
Hopefully I get to see you in Canyon City here in a few weeks. If not, then um, I will see you the next time that we go live or I will catch you in the comments. Okay. I love you all. God bless you. Love you, ladies. Love you. Bye. Thank you so much for burning with me this week on Get Lit Live. If this ministry blessed you, consider subscribing to my channel. Also, don't forget to check out my website, KristaElisha.com, your one-stop shop for everything we do here at Arise Kingdom Ministries. You can find ways to sew into national revival, check out our trendy Christian clothing line, get a free sample download of my new book, and sign up for my email list to have prophetic fire and spiritual encouragement sent straight to your inbox. Until we meet again, it's time for you to go out, be bright, be bold, and be a light for Jesus.